to deceive the people for the purpose of exploiting them, to enslave them and delay their progress or prevent it if possible. Such is the crime of black magic. This quote was written in 1861. Does it sound familiar? It should, because it's exactly what's happening today. Deceive the people for the purpose of exploiting them. Check. Enslave them. Check. Delay or prevent their progress. Double check. In less than a hundred years, we've gone from this to this. We sit here like mindless zombies staring at a screen for hours at a time. And this is just the beginning. There is a global syndicate of underground black magicians who have been steering the course of history from behind the scenes since the beginning of time. Quote, But what skeptics and agnostic Christians alike ignore is that besides the drawing room mediums, mediums for diversion, there are occultists whose vile practices are veiled in the most profound mystery. These men whose moral sense is absolutely perverted believed in Lucifer, but believe him to be equal of God and worship him secretly." End quote. In order to avoid falling victim to these spells, we must be able to identify them quickly and accurately. Every time you turn on the TV, they're casting a spell. Modern day witches and occultists cast spells through a variety of methods, most of which are hidden in plain sight for all to see, yet they go completely ignored by the general public. One of the most common forms of black magic we are subject to is called lesser magic. Lesser magic in its most basic form is the implementation of the magician's will through the use of applied psychology and manipulation tactics. Thing is, you speak for a consensus of reality which is acceptable. We speak for one which at this point in history is not acceptable. Well, so it's just a question of who manipulates the media, who has the most money to put their reality forth. A 49-year-old unidentified man went berserk last night. Where does she get her view of the world? Shotgun. 14 people are dead, including three Who will be her role models? What values will she have? Whose child is she? Yours or the networks? Take back your children. Turn off the TV. Predictive programming, subliminal messages, and subliminal manipulation are all widely used today and can be found in just about every form of entertainment. Right now on Fox 5 News at 10. Back we are now with a Fox 5 News exclusive. A message of hate found in a pocket. major uh, U.S. Daily story about uh, subliminal messages 
I don't think we need to be subliminal, 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 subliminal. Have you ever been fascinated by something? A movie, a TV show, a music video, a painting, or a song? If you answered yes, there is a high likelihood that you have fallen victim to lesser magic. Quote, the word fascination has an occult origin. Fascination was the term applied to the evil eye. To fix a person's gaze, in other words, fascinate, was to curse them with the evil eye. End quote. Now, there are two main schools in modern occultism, practical Kabbalah and Eastern mysticism. With many offshoots, most of them will fall under these two categories. The Kabbalah can be seen as the actual science of the occult. It is the secret theology that boils down to a few basic principles, and they are all satanic in nature. You see, Kabbalists believe that our God, Yahweh, the God of Israel, and Jesus Christ himself are the embodiment of evil, while worshiping Lucifer as the true God of creation. It's the exact same upside-down theology that was presented to Eve in the Garden of Eden. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 20 Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. The Kabbalah teaches magic or the art of intercourse with spirits and supernatural beings. One cannot be a convinced Kabbalist without soon becoming a magician and devoting oneself to the practice of occultism. Not that all Kabbalists or magicians practice all the different branches of occultism. Some of them are used by charlatans for the exploitation of a superstitious person. But a great many, precisely the most criminal and perverse, are observed in the hidden dens of modern Luciferians." End quote. Ritual magic has two major disciplines. Now keep in mind that all of these methods are considered an abomination to God and should be avoided at all costs. First is divining magic. Divining magic consists of the following. Astrology, which is divining the future from the stars through the use of horoscopes. Aeromancy, which is divination by the study of aerial phenomenon, specifically cloud formations. Palmistry, divining the future from reading the lines on one's palm. Hydromancy, divination by studying liquids and how they are affected by thoughts and words. Anthropomancy, which is a, quote, horrible, savage abomination and consists of disemboweling a human being then spreading out the entrails for the purpose of divining the future. Druids in ancient Britain were said to consult their gods by looking into the entrail of their captives, end quote. Pyromancy, divination by fire. Oneirocritics, which is divining the future through dream interpretations. And finally, we have cartomancy, which is divination by cards. Now we move on to operative magic. Luciferians worldwide have been using these methods since the beginning of time. 
These rights are easy to identify as they all share the same basic principles. The first on our list of operative magic is alchemy. Originally called hermetic science, named after the god Hermes, alchemy uses spiritual power to physically change or transmutate one thing into another. Historically, it was used to create elixirs and potions that were supposed to, quote, increase a person's life. Next up, we have mesmerism. Magnetic mesmerism is the black magic equivalent of MK Ultra. Using sorcery, one is able to gain control of a person's mind, implanting whatever thoughts and ideas they deem necessary. The aim is a fractured personality, which can be turned on and off at will, essentially creating a golem, which does the deed of the magician. This is found in the majority of SRA victims. Next, we have necromancy and thurgy. Necromancy is the practice of evoking the spirits of the dead, and thurgy is a supernatural assistance in the life of a living person. Quote, the experience of thurgy and necromancy are always disastrous to those who indulge in them. When one has stood on the threshold of the other world, one must die, and almost invariably under terrible conditions. First, giddiness, then catalepsy, followed by madness. It is true that the atmosphere is disturbed, the woodwork cracks, and the doors tremble and groan in the presence of a certain persons after a series of intoxicating acts. Weird sounds, sometimes bloody signs, will appear spontaneously on paper or linen. They are always the same and are classed by magicians as diabolical writings. The very sight of them induces a state of convulsion or ecstasy in the medium who believes themselves to be seeing spirits. Thus, Satan, the spirit of evil, is transfigured for them into an angel of light. But before they will manifest these so-called spirits, require sympathetic excitement produced by sexual intercourse on the part of their devotees. Hands must be placed in hands, feet on feet. They must breathe in each other's faces. These acts often are followed by others of an obscene character. The initiates reveling in these forms of excess believe themselves to be the elect of God and the arbiters of destiny. They are the successors of the fakirs of India. No warning will save them. Thurgy is the highest degree of occultism. Necromancy is limited to the summoning of dead souls, but the Thurgists of the 19th century evoked the entities qualified by them as genie, angels of light, exalted spirits, spirits of fire, etc. In their meetings scattered throughout the world, they worship Lucifer. The three mysterious letters, J, B, M, that the common initiate sees in Masonic temples are reproduced in meeting rooms of the Luciferians, but they no longer mean Jackin, Bohaz, Mahabon, as in the lodges. In Thurgy, these three letters mean Jesus, Bethlehemitus, Melicticus. Thurgy is therefore pure Satanism, end quote. 
Moreover, it is important to note that Kabbalists admitted to the mysteries of Thurgy never mentioned the word Satan. They look upon certain dissident adepts who invoke the devil under the name of Satan as heretics, whose system they call goity or black magic. They call their own practices thurgy or white magic, end quote. They go by many names and claim separation from each other based on fundamental differences. However, they're all initiates of ancient Babylonian mystery schools, practitioners of the kindred rites. They deliberately glorify Lucifer as the principle of good while believing our God, Yahweh, as the principle of evil. This ideology can be found in many different belief systems and it exposes them for who they really are. According to author Margaret Alice Murray, quote, the deity worshiped by the witches was in some cases Lucifer as opposition to the Christian God. Devotees were obliged formally to renounce Christ, the Holy Ghost, and the Christian God before embracing the devil faith, which was the logical outgrowth of the dualist doctrine of double divinity. This makes it clear. The God of the witches is Lucifer, who is represented either as the double-faced God Janus or a slightly modified version of the Baphomet with a lit candle between its horns, symbolizing the rising kundalini serpent and activation of the pineal gland. In 1484, Pope Innocent issued a papal bull concerning witchcraft. Quote, it has come to our ears that numbers of both sexes do not avoid to have intercourse with demons, incubi, and succubi, and that by their sorceries and by their incantations, charms, conjurations, they suffocate, extinguish, and cause to perish the births of women, end quote. Perish the births of women. Sound familiar? Child sacrifice is one of the key elements used in all schools of Luciferian magic. It is the main source of power for these people and continues right up to the present day quote the child victim was usually a young infant usually a witch's child or unbaptized in other words not part of the christian community this last is an important point and is the reason why unbaptized children were considered to be in greater danger from witches than baptized end quote the subject of child sacrifice is far too extensive for this short video and it will require its own in-depth investigation. So for now, let's move on. One of the most important aspects of all magic is the acquisition of supernatural power and the ability to influence the natural world through these powers. One of the main ways they do this is by calling upon the spirits for assistance. We know them as unclean spirits but they're referred to as elemental spirits by the occultists. Elementals or, quote, dwellers on the threshold are spirit beings who require blood to manifest their ethereal body, which is formed by the very vapor of the blood itself. This is the reason why blood sacrifices were often burned to vaporize the blood 
allowing it to be absorbed by the elemental spirit. Quote, They are the incubi and succubi, the monstrous children of impure dreams. When sufficiently condensed to be visible, they are only a vapor, colored by the reflection of a picture and having no independent life, they imitate the life of him who evokes them as the shadow does the body. These elementals draw the vital heat from a person's in good health and quickly exhaust those who are weak. That is why one feels a chill of the atmosphere when approaching a medium who are persons possessed by these spirits that will never manifest in the presence of anyone able to unveil the mystery of their monstrous birth." End quote. Now that we've exposed their methods, let's take a quick look at their rise to political power. The year was 1592, and the North Berwick witches are tried for treason. During the trial, it was exposed that their Grand Master Witch, Francis Stewart, who was the Earl of Bothwell, attempted to remove King James of Scotland with the use of ritual magic. When he failed, his coven and himself were arrested, tried, and hanged. Lady Queensborough writes, quote, Studying the history of the Mopses in 1761, we find its members adorned with the distinctive garter of the witch, performing the ceremonial kissing of the devil's tail as part of the ritual of 18th century masonry. The coven of the Middle Ages is the Masonic Lodge of today, but the craft remains the craft." End quote. Now that we know some of the methods used by the other side, not only can we avoid them, but we can use them as indicators of their presence throughout history and piece together a timeline of events that not only reveals their presence, but exposes the very fact that they've been here all along, plotting, planning, and waiting for that perfect moment. Thank you all for watching. God bless you all. title of it do you believe in magic and the whole purpose is um this week i feel that god is pulling me to um have two to three witnesses to confirm well not only what i've been sharing but what i'm about to share in the weeks to come and it's to shake up the folks time to wake up uh, out of this lie that the devil has deceived the whole world in, and it's gonna, it's going to be more relevant, more apparent. You're gonna see more devilish things happening, the most gruesome things that human beings are doing to each other, um, killing each other, stealing the children, stealing the, the, the babies, kidnapping the the girls, the boys. 
A lot of things are being shaken up in the sanctuary that we call the church. A lot of exposure, a lot of exposing, uh, a lot of things that the fault is doing because time is winding up. I know you've been hearing this year after year, decade after decade, but we have to wake up, people. We have to wake up, and I love you. I love you. Yes, it's your life. You do what you want, but at the end of your life, you have a price that you have to pay that's already been paid for. Yeshua have already paid the price for us. He has redeemed us from this very curse in this world. But because of the deception of the enemy, which is called the devil, Satan himself, he comes with all these different mechanisms to sheer, sneer our consciousness, okay, to believe the lie. And when you see good, you want to make it evil, and then you take the evil thing and you turn around and make it good. So I'm sounding the alarm. I'm sounding the alarm. I might lose some audience. Um, but hey, I am a believer. This is my daily diary. And this is something that I'm going through myself. So I, I'm sharing it with you. I'm sharing it with you. The Lord is rekindling some things and re- restoring some, some things. Um some spiritual insights and he has given me some a double dose of spiritual authority from for where I'm about well, let me rewind. For where he is taking me and what I have to teach. So really this is just like paving the way. Uh I've already mentioned a lot of things, some things I have not even touched yet. Teachings and about symbols and he mentioned about the SRA um, victims, that satanic ritual abuse that people go through. Uh, some people that's in the audience have encountered devilish encounters. You have been uh, abused and used through satanic rituals. I've been trained for that. And a lot of things that I did not touch that the Lord say. No, you have to fulfill your assignment. I w- I'm with you. Your children going to be all right. So, um, this is Do You Believe in Magic 2019 by the End Times Production. You can find it on YouTube. We're also going to put the video on the Boom Factor Facebook page and um, Boom Factor TV page. And anybody that's out there that have had a, a phenomenon, uh, a paranormal experience, an uh, encounter with God. I ain't talking about just playing with the devil and going in ghost houses and talking to the ghosts and want to be friends. No, you are not friends with the devil. You're not friends with these unclean spirits. You're not friends with these demons. You know, Jesus came and cast them out so you can live your life and enter into the afterlife. All right, and that's my desire, that's my heart, that's my assignment, and my life don't belong to me, it belongs to God. Jesus is the high priest. I have my angels that's backing me. The line of Judah is roaring as my river guard. Surely goodness is uh, is around me. Faith is my canopy, is my bubble. Guess what, it's on like Donkey Kong.
And I want you to be set free. All right? So this is Dr. D with the Boom Factor and the Safe Zone Broadcast. I try to, um, I strive to record on both phones. So both of you guys, both platforms, both audience can receive the same thing. So you got to be going back and forth. Um, I have to probably be by a Wi-Fi to pick it up. And if I'm try, I'm str- if I'm trying to use somebody else's Wi-Fi and upload different segments and episodes, I've noticed that it's been giving me some problems. So no more. <laughs> we're gonna do this and we're gonna get it right. So bless the Lord of my soul and all that is within me. I bless His holy name and I bless you in the name of Yahshua Hamashiach. That he is your Lord, he's your master, you are covered with the blood of Yahshua. You are redeemed from the very curse of the law. You are protected from the devil, the adversary, in the name of Jesus. He have no hold on you. And if he does, you got to repent and believe and receive that Jesus came on the earth. God sent him to redeem you. He sent him. He died. He walked the earth. He died. He died for you and I. He carried the cross. Everything, all the sins and iniquities that you can do, you can think of, whatever. He put it on the cross. You accept that. You believe that. And when he died on the cross, your sins died with him. And then he went and got the authority back. He went to the pit of hell. And on the third day, he was risen with all power. And say some power. And say 99%, 9.5 power. He didn't say 50%. He said all power was given unto him. That means he was restored. He took the keys back from the enemy. Whatsoever we bind on earth. He's already bound in heaven. Whatsoever we loose on earth, we loose it in heaven. The keys means our authority. We have access to the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. We are, the, we are part of the kingdom of God right now. But we have access. And greater than he that is in us than he that's in the world. And that's how we can stand on the word of God. Because Jesus lives on the inside of us. We have our authority back. We have our keys back. And when he was risen from the dead, he was risen with all power given unto him. And he and the power was given for him in the heavens, in the earth, and underneath the earth. So the devil has no power over you. He can talk that talk, but he can't walk the walk. He just can lie, 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 lie. He is a liar. He's the father of liar. liars. He has deceived the entire world. That's what the word of God says. But not no more, not you, because you have come into the kingdom of light. And I want you to remember that from this day forward, your name is now written in the book of life if you accept Jesus as Lord. Amen? All right, so let me get on and get out of here. I am off from work. And I am about to head on home. God bless you. And I'll probably, uh, probably do a little mini segment on the boom factor. Um, but y'all be blessed. Love y'all. Peace unto you. Shalom.